Welcome to Soulbound Studios Podcast. I started this podcast with the intention of connecting to more people. I wanted words and art and creativity and really just finding a purpose in your life to be a form of connection. And with that, I've created a section on my website where you can come in and ask me any question you want. This is an unfiltered, fun approach to asking deeper questions, getting to know me a little bit more, and allowing me to dive a little bit into your world. If you would like to ask me anything, you can go over to soulboundartstudios.com to submit your question. Thanks for being involved. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Soulbound Studios podcast. I am pretty certain I told you guys at the very beginning of this that this is a like a coffee chat, right? That was the inspiration with my friend Tabitha <clears throat> that we just hang out on the couch and we just talk about our lives and figure things out. We have a coffee. In this case, tonight, I've got myself hooked up with some spiced eggnog. Spiced? Spiked, spiced, spiked, all the same. Well, it's not all the same tonight. It's good stuff. So, <clears throat> um, tonight I wanted to dive in. I know you guys, I air these first thing in Sunday mornings, but we're doing a girl's night tonight. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about figuring out what the fuck our purpose is in this life. What is our purpose in this life? Um, this is where I'm going to dive deeper into a little bit of my creative story. And I might talk about some of the things I'm going to talk about in my upcoming book. It's called Break Free. Don't know when it's airing. Don't know when I'm publishing it. Have no idea. I'm just working on it. And I, I'll keep you posted as we go. But I got, okay. If you haven't heard this story before, it's a big one for me. Um... I, okay, 2015, my second daughter was born. 2016, long story short, postpartum depression, ended up in the hospital on a suicide watch. I got out of the hospital from that suicide watch. I was a shit show. I was a mess. I had no idea where my purpose was. No idea. Why the fuck am I on this planet? I have no idea. My life was a mess. That's another time where I can truly attribute that path being led by God. There's very few times in my life where I can talk confidently about God's hand in my life. This one is one that I will always praise the Lord for all of my blessings because I do truly believe that he led me to where I am now. So I got home from the hospital after I was admitted on the suicide watch and I said the most heartfelt prayer I think I've ever said in my entire life. I didn't die, but why am I here? Why am I on this earth? Because at the time, 
I felt like I was only a climbing toy for the toddler, a milk machine for the baby, and a sex machine for my then husband. I didn't have a purpose. That was the only thing I did. It, I was either being climbed on, I was either nursing, or I was getting grabbed at. Why am I here? My life has to have more meaning than this. And I felt a very strong impression to go to school. I'd always been interested in interior design and the community college near me did not have um, an interior design program, but they did have an architecture program. And some of my credits from my previous interior design schooling would transfer over to architecture. So I enrolled in the architecture program and it felt really right. For once, I was finally doing something for me. My, I had gotten a grant. My kids were able to go to childcare. And I was able to go to school full time. My childcare was paid for. And I know that they were in a really good daycare. And it was just a really freeing time for me. I finally got to be a person. Not a mom. Not a wife. I was a person. And... Through that, I took an architectural drawing class. And the summer after that semester, I was like, I want to start painting. I don't know how to paint, but I can draw. Um, drawing was, I didn't know I could do it. I had no idea. I didn't know that was a thing of mine. I, I didn't know that was a talent that I had, but it came so naturally to me. So I started drawing and then I just picked up watercolors and I had been I've been painting since and painting was the very first thing in my life that I felt I had a specific purpose. It, I found so much identity in it. Ironically, even though I had been painting for quite some time, it took me several years to identify as an artist. After several years of painting, this year, I have not been lit up by painting like I was last year, like I was the year before. It's I talked about it a little bit when we had Jess on the podcast, but it's been painful. This whole year of painting has been painful for me. But I mean, I look back and I can't really even think of any paintings I did just because I wanted to do them because I had inspiration and felt like I should. But Alternatively, the inspiration hasn't come to me. I haven't felt like I needed to. There's been times in the past where it's like, I cannot put down a paintbrush because I feel like I need to paint this right now. That hasn't happened to me this year. Ironically, I have found a strong connection to words this year. I felt a strong connection to words. Um, and I think I needed painting to help me through my postpartum depression. and. I needed words and journaling to help me through my divorce and through the healing part afterwards. So all of this comes back around to talk about how do you find that thing that's your thing? And what I really wanted to dive into this was because I know far too many women who are lost in the shuffle of motherhood who have no 
idea how to tell someone this is who I am. These are the things I enjoy. This is what makes me me outside of being a mom, being a good wife. My question to you then is, how do you answer that question? If someone were to say, tell me about yourself, can you instantly tell them things you like to do? It took me a long time to do that. So again, I will say it over and over again. My favorite book of all freaking time, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. There's a section in this book um, that talks about diving into your curiosities. Okay, I want to read this to you guys. This is on page 238 of Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. My favorite book ever. Curiosity only ever asks one simple question. Is there anything you're interested in? Anything, even a little bit, no matter how mundane or small? The answer need not set your life on fire or make you quit your job or force you to change your religion or send you into a fugue state. It just has to capture your attention for a moment. But in that moment, if you can pause and identify one tiny speck of interest in something, then curiosity will ask you to turn your head a quarter of an inch and look at the thing a wee bit closer. So I think it's, there's so much pressure on us when we, when we are trying to decide what our passion is. And if you don't know what that thing is, that's intimidating. That is so intimidating. So I want to focus on curiosity over passion. Um, this entire podcast was inspired by that section of that book. What is one thing, one thing that you might have the slightest bit of interest in? Just a little bit. One thing. In this book, she goes on to talk about her love for gardening. She was just slightly inquisitive about it. Her mom was a gardener. She's like, I might want some fun flowers in my yard. So she started planting flowers. And then she started getting curious about where did those flowers come from? Like what's their hist- what's their history? Where do they come from? And she would then learn to find out all of like the trade that was happening, right? Between countries and how flowers would come over from different ships and how they immigrated over to America, all the flowers and all of the plant life and all the things. And so she went on an adventure around the history of her plants. And from that, she was able to write a whole nonfiction book about the botanical history of things. I don't know. She explains it better in her book than I am. And it's because she followed one curious thing, just one, just a little bit curious she was able to find a whole nonfiction story as a writer and found a passion. This kind of happened with me within just the last few weeks. Um, and I say that it's October now when I'm recording this, this podcast. So when it airs, it'll be, a, it'll have been a couple months, but the urge to write 
did not fully hit me until this month. I kept seeing this ad pop up for this workshop that was in our local community and it was architectural writing. And because my associate's degree is in architecture, that caught my eye. And I was like, hmm, I like that idea. Let me sign up. It was a free workshop. It's on a Saturday morning when I didn't have my kids. So I was like, sure, let me sign up. So I went to this writing workshop and I remember we were reading this story as a group and we were talking about different writing styles. And I probably felt, I felt rude because I was not engaged there. It, I mean, I was at first, I was very involved in the class. And then we got to this point in this story. I have no idea what sparked the inspiration that it did, but I had to stop participating in that class. And I just sat there silently in my own desk and I could not stop writing. I don't even, I could probably look back in my journal and pinpoint what I was writing about, but there was something in that workshop, the inspiration hit me so hard that I could not any longer pay attention and I had to write. I remember texting my best friend when I left there and my creative, I was on this creative high. Like I was so excited I found out my favorite author, Elizabeth Gilbert, is coming to Boise in May. And I was stoked. I've already bought my tickets. Yes. And I was hit with inspiration to just write, to dump out all of my thoughts into the paper. And that's something I'd been doing for years. I have a journal that's like two inches thick, that it's almost full because I've been writing in it for two years. So writing is not a foreign concept to me, um, but it was in that workshop that I left there, texted my best friend, and I said, I might write a book one day. You guys, that was three weeks ago. And now I already have a title, a subtitle, an entire table of contents, and the first inspiration of ideas for each chapter. Three weeks. Because I let curiosity lead me to something. I was curious about a writing workshop because they used words in their marketing. Hey, they used words in their marketing that I connected with. My curiosity caught me and I said, yes. That's another, my favorite line in this book is the very last line of this book. And every single time I finish this book, that line, this last line, always, always, always makes me want to read it all over again. So it's talking about saying yes to your curiosity, right? There's like hidden treasures inside of you, but you have to say yes to them. You have to work at them. You have to put in the effort for them. Because if you have this curiosity and you ignore it, no other inspiration is going to come to you. So this very last phrase, she's used it. I think she used it at the beginning of the book too, but it hits me harder when it's in the conclusion of the book. I'm just going to read you the whole conclusion because it's just a couple sentences, but it says creativity is sacred and it's not sacred. What we make matters enormous, enormous. You guys, I've had like two sips of the eggnog. There's no reason why I cannot read. What we make matters enormously. And it doesn't matter at all. We toil alone and we are accompanied by spirits. We are terrified and we are brave. 
art is a crushing chore and a wonderful privilege. Only when we are at our most playful can divinity finally get serious with us. Make space for all these paradoxes to be equally true inside your soul. And I promise you can make anything. So please calm down now and get back to work, okay? Here's that line. The treasures that are hidden inside of you are hoping you will say yes. Every single time I finish that book, I'm like, I want to read it again. I want to read it again. So I hope that I did this justice. I hope that speaking to your curiosity might just pique an interest enough to let it develop into a passion. For me, in 2016, 2017, painting started that. I was slightly curious. What would happen if I added some color to my drawings? What would happen? I was curious. Never touched watercolor before that. Led me to seven years of painting. And a whole purpose. I don't know if you guys have seen my tattoo on my arm. It's a paintbrush tattoo. I have a best friend's matching one with Jess. But my reason for that, people think I have that there because I'm an artist. I like to paint, whatever. That paintbrush tattoo is a symbol of my entire purpose in this life. Not that I'm going to put all of my identity in painting, but it was my lifeline. It was my lifeline for a very long time. It was where I found purpose in my life. It's where I connected to my soul. Painting will forever be part of who I am because of those times in my life when I needed painting the most. It gave me so much. It's now coming true with writing. In a time where I needed the comfort of words, writing found me. And it was one that snuck up on me in ways that I didn't expect. But both times, both with painting and with writing, I was curious enough to try something new. So don't put so much pressure on, well, that person's got this thing that they're great at. This person's really good at dance. And this person's really great with music. And this person's really good with art. And this person's really good at this thing. And everybody has this thing that they're really good at. And who am I? Don't put so much pressure on yourself to figure that shit out, especially in like one day. Let it take time. Allow yourself to be curious. Dive into something new because you are slightly interested in it. You could dive into it and go, that's not for me. Or you could dive into it and go, holy shit, I might be good at this. I might be good at this. Because if there is a tiny flutter in your heart for that one thing, and I bet you you already have an idea of what it is. If there's just one simple thing that piques your interest, piques your curiosity, just stay with it. Trust it. Dive into the curiosity. And you never know. It might become a passion. I think that's it for this week. Can't wait to join you guys next week in another episode of Soulbound Studios. Thanks for being here with me. Thank you for tuning in for another week of Soulbound Studios podcast. 
you know, in efforts to connect to you guys a little bit more, I wanted to have a platform where we can talk about the podcasts, how it inspired you for the week, maybe something you're struggling with, just really start to build that community. So with that, I have created the Soulbound Studios podcast Facebook group. If you go over to soulboundartstudios.com, I've put a link to that Facebook group on my website. Please feel free to join us if you would like to get a little deeper and create a community. Mm-hmm.